Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sith Council. Here on the SDN Network, it's this little Star Wars show that we do. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff going on. It's bright in here today. Um, yes, what a day. What a day it is. It is Wednesday, Wednesday morning. And we're going to have, we have the whole council back today. We have the whole council back. Last week we were without Steph Sabra. Well, not this time, everybody. She's back. That's right. Happy and to be back. <laughs> happy to have you back. And uh, Jimmy Chicks is here. You got that right, buddy boy. <laughs> it's it's good, good to see you there, Chicks. Um, no no chicks, chicks today, but I'm here. No Chicks today. Uh, but, but, the, but the crew is here. The crowd is here. And we're going to have a nice little conversation. And it's, uh, I don't remember what I was talking. I was on Riley. His show, the Cantini, the other day on Good People Network. Go and sh- show them some support over there if you haven't already. And I was on his show, and we were talking about um, just how right now, talking about Star Wars. Obviously, it's always fun, but it's like right before the big wave of news, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Had that, we had like a little taste of it last week with the Obi Wan cast stuff, but you know we got bad batch coming up and then uh boba fett and then mandalorian and then obi-wan it's like it's going to be just like this tidal wave of stuff we're gonna i can't i can already see it um i have foreseen it that we're going (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna be like overwhelmed with how much news and footage and reviews and stuff that we're doing like oh man you remember when we when we had like uh we're trying to scrounge for (laughs) for for news but i don't know debating was, old news all the yeah, time it was <laughs> talking I mean, about it was, chicken for a half hour I mean, <laughs> it's chicken for half hour. I mean, let's call it what it is i mean our headline today is the fact that jar jar Binks says he's not going to be an obi-wan kenobi right it's like is it a big story <laughs> not necessarily but it could be a fun topic to talk about nonetheless and we're going to do that plus nonetheless plus, nonetheless and a great many things uh, we will be talking about all that stuff today. There's there's some fun stuff we're going to be talking about. There's a, there's a new book coming out about the Skywalker family. There was a Republic Commando trailer, and then they did a, a set walkthrough of Obi-Wan. But the big thing for me, I was going back and forth, though, to be honest with you guys about, oh, who's that? That's me again. Um, there was, <laughs> but, but I was going back and forth with um, what I was going to make the main topic, and it was either this Jar Jar thing, because it makes sense yeah. that of of where he was in uh because I, I, I believe he's on in in the aftermath novel in the third one and the chat will tell me if i'm wrong but i believe when you finally see him of this kind of sad sack that he's become he's on tax yeah. kind of like juggling for kids uh-huh. unless he's on that boot <laughs> um no i think he's on tattooing and i think right? he it's like 40 yeah he's an older yeah. jar jar and yeah, more likable for sure <laughs> yeah, he's a clown he's a clown like they, they basically like, a fitting he, tribute to the man it's it's what it was what it was he's just kind of well he's punished for the fact he put palpatine in power you know he's yeah i'd say he was the architect of that yeah (laughs) stupid ass and um and 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 but i'm pretty sure i like i said i think uh so someone says it's nebu either way he's he's just kind of thrown to the side so the question is well you could see him you could see him making a return to uh to maybe go see what's going on with obi-wan this tone of this show is yeah. going to be, I think, the darkest tone of any Star Wars show that, or any Star Wars material that we've seen because of the sadness involved in all of it. Yeah. So you you can't have him involved. Does anybody disagree? No, I don't disagree at all. I don't know. Yeah. Like I was reading the articles when I first saw it pop up and I'm like, is this fan speculation? Did someone hint at this? I was like, well, he makes absolute zero sense to show up in this thing. Like, why would he? 
Unless they changed his, unless they wanted to reintroduce Jar Jar in a way that kind of like retconned his person, like the way he was represented in the films. Because I know that a lot of people like the way Jar Jar was written in books and other Star Wars content and just not represented as well in film. But yeah, some people still think that it could be a a lie and that he could still show up, but with um, Qui Gon, but I don't think either of them are. Maybe Qui Gon is a Force ghost. Yeah. I'm, yeah. If I'm, yeah, I'm putting everything I own on the fact that Qui Gon yeah. showing up. Yeah, yeah. I that's about, yeah. Yeah, I'm putting, yeah, because it, it, he's he's got he's got to show up because he's the one that teaches Obi Wan how to, to to Force project. He's Commun- the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that to me is that's that's a, that's a given. Uh, Jar Jar is not necessary, and and I think that it's also if I'm Deborah Chow, I'm like I don't know if I want to do that. Like what? what it's a, I don't know. Oh, you hear that screenshot? I'm doing screenshots of the uh, of the super chat. Can you guys even hear that or no? No. Oh, good. I heard um, last time. Yeah. Last time I did, but now you got you you, you you're learning yeah, how to force it. stuff there. I'm learning how to yeah. force force block it. There force you go. It. I so, just know Liam Neeson and Ahmad Best are the only ones who have been coy about it. Or Ahmad yeah. now tweeted that he's not doing it, but we still haven't heard anything from Liam Neeson. And I, but I think that will just because it's a surprise. I don't think we will hear anything from him. Yeah, we shouldn't. Everyone, when that cast list came out, like, oh yeah. man, no Liam Neeson. Why in the world would you spoil that? Like yeah. that's that you, that's that's what I wanted to say. You and I were talking about the cast list last week, and then at the after our show, I saw a lot of comments like, "Ah, Lisa wasn't in there," and I was like, "You're not going to be on there. He shouldn't you're, be. You're on not going to put him on there." Yeah, that I this should not. Really, be he's not going to be a major part of it, like those other dozen characters that were shown. But you know, you, that's the thing. That's a surprise. Yeah, that's it's, it's, it's like one of those what do they call it the great the, the worst kept secrets. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's look, that's going to be. It's a different scenario on both these characters. The first is with Qui-Gon. You're going to be waiting for him to show up because he's got to connect to the force somehow and show um, and show Obi-Wan how to how to do it. And it was set up in in episode three. And if they don't do it, it's going to be another wasted opportunity where they you know, they had this whole thing with Plagueis where they just they had an opportunity to do that and they they didn't do it they didn't do anything for rise of skywalker they just kind of ignored it um this is set up in revenge of the sith of go go, yoda's telling him go connect with your old master he's going to show you the ways and how to do it um and then it's uh so that that would make sense eventually when you see that scene plus the fact it's going to be one of those moments as big as the as the um luke probably not but in the same in the same neighborhood in the same neighborhood so why would you you know spoil that if that's one of your big reveals in like episode two or three because that's what everybody will be tweeting about that's what everyone will be talking about that's what we'll be talking about on this show um got over 20 years since since we've seen him in the role really i mean well he he was live action live action in live action yes um so he was um so when he shows up i think it's gonna be a big moment if jar jar shows up it's just like Oh man, Jar Jar showed up. What's Jar Jar gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna be there for stupid comic <laughs> relief, and he's gonna just bring down the whole the whole moment of it. Unless it's like, oh, there he is juggling tomatoes in the back. It's like, oh, great, there the, he's juggling. Hey, uh, you know, Jimmy the uh, Jimmy the Juggler over there. Look yeah, Jimmy the Juggler, and he's got and he's got space potatoes, and he's just like, you know, <laughs> oh okay, my great, god, there he is. insane oh. if they brought him back for one scene. Just that, and then you know, and he's just like, "Hey, remember me?" And Obi Wan's like, nah, "I don't know who you are," and he just kind of walks by him, uh, like that. That that's okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Space potatoes. 
That's a, that's the spinoff show, Space Potatoes. I'm just so surprised. Like, I know there is a huge population uh, that do love Jar Jar, that grew up with the Clone Wars uh, or grew up with those uh, early prequels. Like, I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't spun them off on like an animated show, like yeah. the, the droids that they're doing, like something like that. You know, they could play with the character. The animation style would work great with his movements. He's in the Clone Wars series. You know, he did. Yeah. He, he, I think I think Jar Jar had his run, you know, uh, but well, I don't care if I never see him again. Here's something we haven't talked about at all. And I see this in the in the chat room right now. And I'm shocked that we never brought this up. Do we see an Ian McDermott uh, appearance in this show? the emperor mm. it would make sense right Ooh. why wouldn't you see him no yeah it would yeah 100 make sense you see him you're gonna see tarkin if you're yeah gonna, that's true tarkin's gonna be i think if i'm lucasfilm i'm avoiding tarkin not because it's okay. unless what was what was it? it was just something else recently we saw another it was another um it was another de-aging thing that we saw another deep fake thing that we saw that looked really good and the technology is getting America. better but that one yes but then i saw something else recently i can't remember what it was and it's like it's getting it's getting better yeah. um i just don't know if i would mess with that i don't think it's necessary to mess with that i mean if, yeah but if you have if you have ian mcdermott there and because if if darth vader was just announced as like he might show up or like mm -hmm. what they do with Liam Neeson, he's announced as one of the cast members right christians so he's going to have a larger yeah. role one would assume and you know, he probably has has a conversation with Ian McDermott at one point, and it's just like, "What have you found?" And even if it's it's one of those things, I'd be like, "That's great!" Like the, the Empire Strikes Back kind of conversation that they had, like something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, great. I can't someone... believe we haven't even thought about that. <laughs> you no. it brought to my attention. I'm like, "There's no, I it, it's so very possible that he's having a conversation yeah. because this is at the the years where they're really building that master connection." I can't believe that they that we didn't think about that. That's, that's, <laughs> and, and you don't have massive. Vader in a vacuum, you know, by himself, not talking to anyone, doing missions. Like, yeah, they're, they're, he's got to be in scenes with people other than Obi Wan to get to point A to point B and whatnot. So it makes sense. He, yes, and even if he's even if he's sneaking around, um, and even if he's sneaking around around because he's done that before in the comics. He's done that before mm -hmm. in the comics. He's, he's trying to do things that the emperor doesn't pick up. Right. It doesn't mean that he wouldn't have any contact. He's 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 trying to build out the empire. He's trying to hunt down Jedi, and and Palpatine's the guy who's telling him to do that. So I, it's crazy. We didn't even think about that. It's crazy. That was the first time that I'd ever even. Yeah, it makes all. It's very similar, Mike, to the conversation that we had about uh Luke. It's like if he shows up. It would make all the sense in the world. It's yeah. not like, oh, here they go. They're putting the emperor in it because they need somebody. No, it makes sense. <laughs> no, would, the he, emperor 100% fits with Vader to yeah. be in there. Yeah, I can't believe we even thought of that. I know, I know. And someone says Jimmy, Jimmy Smith's appearing is probably a definite as well. You think so? Yeah, man, for sure. Really? You yeah. Think so? Yeah, because he's Rogue One. Think about Rogue One. Um, yeah. Because you established that connection because you showed how much that Organa relied on Obi Wan and the connection that they had because he tells Leia, "You got to find Obi Wan. You got to be like, like they've been in constant communication." Yeah. And then Rogue One, in that when he hints at Obi Wan, he's like, "No, I got to." He's like, "What about your friend, the Jedi?" Like he's been talking to him. So yeah, and, okay. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily okay. have to be this thing where he either shows up. I don't think Obi Wan's going to stay on Tatooine for the whole series. I think he's yeah. going to go off. Off. No, I think he goes off. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think he goes off. Yeah, um, maybe that's the whole crux of the show is him having to go off and 
kind of break this, you know, I got to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm secluded out here. I can't, they can't find me, but crap, this is going to cause some problems, but I got to do it. Right. Right. Uh, so oh. no, someone's asking, it, was, it wasn't the coming to America DH. I've talked about that one for sure. And that, that, if, if they can get that going, yes, but there was something else I saw recently. I was like, Oh man, that was, that was pretty good. Also. Um, was it something inside of, the Marvel one, that was the last one. Marvel. Well, we haven't had a Marvel thing in a year and a half now. So, well, no, yeah. but I mean in the in the series. Oh, in the, in the oh. series. I don't know. No, don't nothing know. in Winter Soldier. I don't remember something. But either either way, they're consistent. They're always working on it, right? I still think that the best one of the best ones that nobody talks about is that Michael Douglas one in Ant Man. Oh, I that think one, that's the group. The best. That one's, oh. that one's great. Yeah, the Kurt Russell. But again, you got to remember okay. that. The, yeah, the Michael Russell's Douglas thing. Okay. That's a minute, if that. You know, it's fast. And and, and that's, that's what they need. But that's if you're going to do that with Tarkin, then maybe that's all you need. And someone also said, but someone also made a great point that, you know, in in episode three, they cast someone as Tarkin. And if it's only 10 years after episode three, if you can use that guy again and granted that guy's, you know, 15 years older than he was back then. But but either way, maybe that's something that we can do. So if you need him, yeah. I just don't think you need Tarkin. I don't think you need him for, the, for no. this particular story. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, and then moving on to um, to the next story that I that I was going to potentially use as the headline is this whole thing. And again, Star Wars Newsnet—they're the best. If you haven't checked out Star Wars Newsnet, you really should. It's the place that you should get all your news. Um, they 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 not only take up all the latest and greatest happening in the world of Star Wars, but they have their own podcast. Obviously, with the Resistance broadcast with uh with with um with Lacey. And John and uh, and and that th it to me uh, is a is one of the re it's a really really great show. You should go and check that out. But Star Wars Newsnet has all these uh, stories, and Star Wars Heir to the Empire is kind of the uh, the top uh, the top billing here when you see this. But the El Rey is going to release the Essential Legends collection, um, and so here's the uh, here's the news. Star Wars novels that are now under the label Legends are, for many fans, the ultimate Star Wars books. Back in the 90s, before George Lucas announced the prequel trilogy, there were the dark times. There hadn't been any movies since 1983's Return of the Jedi, and the cultural phenomenon that happened in the late 70s and 80s around the galaxy far, far away had dissipated. The Timothy Zahn Heir to the Empire trilogy kept the Star Wars flame alive for a few years before the 1990s The Phantom Menace. Uh, even after the release of Revenge of the Sith, great books like Drew Carpetian's Darth Bane trilogy, well done, gents, served as food for many hungry Star Wars fans. In 2014, after Disney bought Lucasfilm, they decided to hit the reset button on all Star Wars media besides live-action movies and The Clone Wars, both the movie and The Dave Filoni Show. This meant that all of those stories are no longer part of the continuity, but despite that, many fans are still revisiting them and even discovering them for the very first time. Delray has now decided to celebrate those stories with fans and will create the Essential Legends collection with some of the best Star Wars novels from the Legends section. To make it even more special, they have created new book covers for them. So the first three books added to the collection are Heir to the Empire, Darth Bane, Path of Destruction, and Shatterpoint from Del Rey. Um, and if you don't think that I already reached out to Del Rey to get this, you're wrong. Um, in celebration of the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, Del Rey is, is curating a collection of essential and beloved Star Wars novels from the past. Novels set in the galaxy far, far away have enriched the Star Wars experience for fans seeking to continue the adventure beyond the screen. Um, and the, the collection themselves will launch on June 15th, 2021 with new trade paperback editions of Heir to the Empire, Darth Bane, uh, and Shatterpoint. Now, this is interesting to me. Look at the... Oh, is this the new... Oh, man. 
feel, oh wait, you guys aren't seeing this? No, what do you mm-hmm. got here? Keeping us in suspense here, Jimmy Chicks. Oh, I don't know why. Oh, what do you guys see in here? I don't know why it's not it's not scrolling. That's all right. Let's see. It's not all right, Mike. It's it's actually the, uh, the very very opposite of all right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Is this it? Oh, that's it. This is it. now now it'll go. So this is the now you guys are seeing. There you go. Now we see it. Look at that. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. I want to get to this cover of this new Bane cover that they have. Look at this thing. Wow. Oh boy. Wow. That's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. That's so sick. So this is this is my this is my hope with all of this. My hope is that there was a meeting, there was a conversation with um with the powers that be at Lucasfilm talking about releasing this and saying, hey, if there's a point, if there's an it, you know, because I know you guys are probably gonna edit this uh Thrawn stuff. We've already changed up the, the lore and the and the myth and the legend of, of Thrawn, but maybe we cherry pick from that particular the, the old stories and and now if fans are reading them again, they go, Oh yeah, yeah, that's from that. But with this, with Darth Bane, them, it's an int- interesting to me with all of the books that they have, of all the books that they have that are not canon and the Legends thing, they released this. So I've heard rumors that at one point they were thinking about a, a Darth Bane movie. They got scrapped. Heard rumors that they, they've continuously kind of played with the Darth Bane. By putting this back out there and getting people interested again in Darth Bane, is it possible? that they adapt this series by Drew Carpetian as the uh, as as a series for Disney Plus. What say you um, Steph? I definitely think so. It's kind of like the first thing I thought of when I saw the release of these. And I just think Darth Bane is one of the most talked about characters in Star Wars and hasn't been explored on screen in a way that I think that a lot of fans want to see. So, and they don't have a villain centered story um, necessarily entitling. So I could definitely see them wanting to go down that realm of having a villain story as an entire story and then having the side characters be the good. What do you think, Mike? You think this? Uh, you think yeah. by them? This, I, I, it seems you know whenever uh, companies do stuff like this, it's very calculated. Like right, mm-hmm. that, that's to me strikes when I'm like I, I I liken this a lot of the times to what's going on in comic books and stuff. And there's always a push for like a big collection of something or a big revisiting of something when they're trying to kind of tie it into something. And Disney's the, the masters of of kind of stuff like that, of synergy and stuff like that. So. I think this is a good testing of the waters. See how well this does. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Well, there is, there is a, uh, you know, the other kind, of, the, the devil's advocate, which I, I hope I'm on the wrong side of, is that, hey, people love these things, and you want to do it. It's very similar to what they just did with like uh, Caravan of Courage and and the oh, Tarkovsky okay. Clone Wars thing, where they say, look, people love these things, put them out there. Are they canon? No, but. Let them yeah. let if, if people want to spend money on them, people want to read them, and they, and it's like, and they then they find themselves having fun reading them, then then so be it. It's it's just one of these things, though. If I just find it hard to understand, if you see, like, especially with Darth Bane, if the Darth Bane comes out and people discover it for the first time and they read it, and they're like, oh my god, I want to see this thing. It's like adapt it, adapt yeah. it. Yeah. This is you. It, it's okay. It's it's. I think that because they they. It didn't because Star Wars came from the came from films first, as opposed to like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, which came from books first. So they think like, well, we don't we don't. It was that it was that comment that 
Kathleen Kennedy made a while ago. We don't have source material that we adapt from. It's just movies. Like you have tons of source material to adapt from. Yeah. Tons. And that is that's a yeah. particular one. Like if you're able to like you take those three novels, I'm telling you, especially now with Disney Plus, do I think they should be movies? No. But if you have if you adapt those three, that is a massive, massive hit. That's a massive hit. If you adapt, just adapt the Drew Carpetian uh strategy. What do you okay? So what do you? So I'm trying to think here. So Star Wars, like she said, they they make their own. They don't adapt and whatnot. Um, what do you think of, of them taking the MCU approach where they take the core elements of something but make it its own? Like Civil War, the movie and that buildup right. is not Civil War in the comics at all. Right. But it works and the core tenants are there. What do you feel them doing that with these books? Well, they've done that. They've done that. I mean, they've done that with, I mean, Ben Solo is, is he's a... Uh, yeah. He's he's essentially the the two twins that came from uh, right from the novels. Uh, it, him and Ray were kind of very loosely cherry picked. There, I mean, Thrawn is cherry picked from the from what he was in the Zahn novels. Yeah. Is it's different? There's a lot of elements that is are very similar, like his his obsession with art and other cultures and things of that. And that that all carried over and transferred over because they had Zahn come in. But the time period of when he was in was very different. In the novels, the original novels that came out, it was right after Return of the Jedi. It was like right afterwards. So he was he was like out on missions when all the Empire kind of went down. So he came back and he was like kind of the last one standing. In yeah. canon, he's he's out in the outer regions after all that stuff happens now. So that's why we're going to be able to find him again. So maybe they cherry pick that. I think that they very well probably will do that. I'm just saying it's not necessary to do that because I think that with comics, there's so much, Mike, that is set up that you could take Ellen's from, make it different. These novels and what, and because of series that are yeah. going, you could you could adapt these, and you always change things. Even in, even in, even if you well, look sure. at the Harry Potter novels, there's they're significantly different from from like the yeah. movies, right? Because they have to be. I just think you can do like I use Percy Jackson as the example. Like my daughter is a okay. is, like loves She's a Percy, Percy Jackson fan. Loves the novels. Loves okay. like has read like so many of them, and she like she liked the movies because she just she's a kid she watched it, but the, she's like oh, this is very different. The series the uh, the author said I can't wait for the series because the, the, my vision just was it was not there because it right. was all butchered because you only have so much time in a movie you're going to see so much more detail and i think that's what would happen if you adapted a novel from star wars yeah. yeah i also think that star wars hasn't hit as hard novel wise as a harry potter series sure. that just swept the nation so i think that them making this titled legends i think they're going to keep doing these um marketing moves throughout the years to see what hits in terms of their books. And this could be one where they're throwing it out and seeing, do people start new readers start getting attached to these? Cause we're designating these as the legends ones, try right. to get them really popular and then see if um, that makes sense for adaption. It does. Well, the other reason why you'd be able to do this is because it's legends and you can play around with the lore and it doesn't connect into anything that was already set up. But the difference is it also takes place around a thousand years before the Phantom Menace. So mm -hmm. there's there's always ways yeah. to maneuver stuff. And Darth Bane is canon when you go and you look at I think it's season five or season six. How many seasons were there total of Clone Wars? Was it seven? I don't yeah. remember if there were seven. Last one seven. It was last one was seven, so it was six. Yeah. So the end of season six, mm -hmm. Yoda is he he he's basically going through this entire mission on his own and and had and encounters like a dark side version of himself and he encounters Darth Bane. I think he's on he's on uh, Moraband when it happens. And 
a lot of the stuff, Mike, going off of what you just asked beforehand, right? Was like yeah. the rule of two was in comics and novels always created by Darth Bane. They made that canon because Darth Bane, who was voiced by Mark Hamill in that episode, asked Yoda, like, do you know who I am? He's like, yeah, you're Darth Bane. You created the rule of two. Um, in the novel, which was, which is incredible, you see the rise of this guy and he's just like, he's just, he was abused by his father. He was, he was just, he was living on this dinky planet. He's a big scrappy dude and he winds up, and this is the time when the Sith army and the is still battling it out with the Jedi and the Sith could as many battles as they won they could never overtake the Jedi because they're always fighting with it within there's always anytime someone was in very similar kind of politics today right every time someone had like a one-up and was going to do something someone from within would would sabotage it and it was over um and he and and, it, and he just kept seeing that and he was getting more powerful on the dark side learning more stuff looking at holocrons from like revan and becoming more powerful more powerful more powerful to eventually in one of these big battles at the end he says screw this and he turns on the entire he destroys the entire sith army kills everybody and the jedi think that they won but he kept it alive to make sure that he knew that he was going to have the power and then he needed to train someone that would crave the power and eventually kill him and take over. And that's fascinating to me. That's, yeah. the, that's the Sith you know, war. It's so funny that because I'm one of the proponents of probably uh, outside of the two of you guys or against the two of you that feels like I don't want to see any Sith Jedi lightsaber stuff anymore. But this stuff is so different from what we've been given. Yeah. Right? It just fascinating. So different. It's fascinating. Like this is kind of if they did that, that would be something I wouldn't have a problem with yeah. or, or yeah. would be excited to see. So that, that says something. Sith lore is not explored enough, not enough. in my <laughs> opinion. We never get to see Sith training. We got like one scene with Ben. Uh, it really wasn't even it. So I, I think that it's just a missed opportunity not to dive into that because yeah. there is so much to it. I'm so shocked that they never went back to Moraband and in, in I thought when it, when it opened up and they were on they were on Mustafar again in the beginning mm -hmm. of uh, Rise of Skywalker, I, I could have. It made so much more sense to me that Palpatine would camp out on Moraband, and it's like, yeah. but he, but they never even explored it. So I figured that like, you really explore it. It's almost like ancient Rome. What they? It's could, weird that the, yeah that they the choice they went with with him with Exegol and all that and like you, ah. there's yeah. This yeah. So, weird. so I, anyway, there's. I just think it's and and someone's like, well, I I prefer the the true Sith better than the rule too. Look, maybe so. That's the that's going to be like the age old kind of political argument, right? It's like, was it better um uh, before Bane or after Bane? Like, could they could they have done it as a full army? You know, but let's let's see that. Let's can you imagine again if you go back into this Darth Bane series and you turn this thing into like the old Republic game of thrones type series and for yeah. the first like the first two seasons are just the uh, the understanding and establishing of the of the dynamic of the old republic the jedi versus the sith and all that stuff that's happening and you establish all the jedi characters and all the sith characters you establish all that and and as it's starting to go you you introduce the character of bane and you watch his rise and you watch all this stuff and by the time you get to season like two the end the season finale of of two is when he wipes out all the sith and it's like, you're like, wow, where are they going with this now? And then you see what he starts to do. You want to do yourselves a favor, by the way, when this is how I did it. Like the the the, the Emperor Palpatine kind of Sith theme. Mm -hmm. Listen to that in loop 
when you read the Darth Bane. <laughs> it adds so much to it. It's incredible. So um, anyway, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of fun. Um, all right. Now, before we move on, I wanted to tell you guys, I told you guys last time, this is a uh, very, very interesting. And I'm very excited to uh, be working once again with MeUndies. And if you guys didn't know about MeUndies, it is like back in the schmoes. No days we were with MeUndies. I, that's, that's all I've been wearing for years are, are the MeUndies since we had the sponsorship, sponsorship with them back in the day. And I just kept continuing to, uh, to use them because MeUndies believes that comfort, it's, it's more about what's just touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. And you guys are badasses. You guys know that. And what you wear, should it, it, should, be, it, should, be, it should represent that. And that's why MeUndies, it doesn't only use a sustainable, breathable, soft-as-hell fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. It's total comfort inside and out. And here's what you should do. The, the, the beauty of it is, what are you guys wearing at the moment? Because sometimes if you're sitting and you're uncomfortable, like, yeah, it just does the trick. Don't let it just do the trick. Do you feel like you're sitting in a, in a heaven cloud? No, you don't, but you should. And that's what happens with MeUndies. How much more fun would you be having right now if your underwear is recovered in uh, in 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 Star Wars lightsabers or 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 you like food? I know Steph loves sushi. Yeah, a big, you watch World Girls. You should see what they did with those sushi rolls. Well, you have sushi rolls on your underwear. That's exactly right, and you'd feel just a little bit like you guys. So um, look, MeUndies it offers classic colors to ridiculous prints. So if it's it's all you can fully express in yourself in your own unique way. They're available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies also has the greatest membership program on the face of the earth. You get a new pair of undies or socks every month and give your top drawer a complete refresh. Members get discounted pricing on everything MeUndies makes as well as early access to major print launches. It's got a great offer for uh, Sith listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Do you hear that? 15% off, free shipping. They also have their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Here's how you do it. I'm going to put this in the chat room, and I'll put it in the description. To get 15% off your first order and free shipping, this is what you do. You go to MeUndies.com slash Sith. MeUndies.com slash Sith. So, Go and do it. I love it. I love, love, love MeUndies, and you guys will too. So, um, yeah, you guys should all check it out. You should all check it out. It's good stuff. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen, because we have more stuff that we're going to talk about. Mike, did you yeah, buddy. see this? You see this trailer that that I sent this morning? Yeah, that's the game. Like the game, right? Yeah, yeah that's the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This Tell game me that was one of the ones. I mean, come on, that, that like those games. It was weird. Like they went through a weird period there, but they were always like good games. They were always right. that they came out. I think the problem with the Star Wars games for so long is they would announce new ones or the new ones were in development and then it got dropped or something happened. And so was, there was this roller coaster, but the ones that they would come out with were just so damn good. So I'm excited to see this. I'm always tempted, a little trepidatious when they're remastering and stuff like that because yeah. they're, they're remastering Mass Effect. And I just watched a trailer for that this morning. Um, it's like that thing, you know, and this is different, but when you go back and like, oh my God, I can play Mario again on my PS5 and you right. play it and you're like, bump, 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 beep, yeah. bump, and like, okay, I can't play this anymore. But well, this well, one I'm excited for. 
This what do you think? Cool. What do you think? I know, Steph, you're not like the, the big gamer, but did you like the trailer? Yeah, hell yeah. I remember when this game came out and it was way different from any Star Wars game that had been out. And I do the the video that I saw of it looks really fun. I really actually want to get this one. This one I think I could be good at. <laughs> yeah. Like I love I like and the- two. These were those novels, the Republic Commando novels, because they came out right at the same time of the game. Uh, and you, Disney's not Disney at the time, but Lucasfilm, they're so good with synergy, like right. building upon things. So I remember going into those novels because you want to know about those characters. That was right. like, I think it came out mid 2000, like 2005, six ish, four ish around that yeah, time. And man, they were great. So I mean, well, that's 15 years and that's a lot of work to remaster a game. You got to that shows you how much they love the property and know yeah. how much the fans love yeah. these things. to remaster well, a game. Is, well, it seems to be a, <laughs> it seems to be a strategy right now is what they're doing again using caravan yeah. courage and using now yeah. uh the darth bane stuff and now using this like so this is this is the overall story for those people people are wondering like what are you guys talking about republic commandos uh, the, the designs stuff. of those commandos were the coolest damn things so yeah. cool back then they were the, just awesome well here to the clone wars have begun your squad is the weapon that can end it in star wars republic commando the squad is your weapon uh lucasfilm said announced that in the star wars republic commando is now available for digital purchase on nintendo switch and playstation 4 for 14.99 it's the classic first person tactical shooter it's back now as a single player experience for today's modern consoles here's the nostalgic and moody trailer you can see the trailer i'm not going to play it because we don't want to get demonetized uh chaos <laughs> has erupted throughout the galaxy as leader of an elite squad of republic commandos you're mission is to infiltrate dominate and ultimately annihilate the enemy boss fixer scorch and sev better known as delta squad they're back your squad will follow your orders and your lead working together as a team so this is um it was announced in february that they were going to do this but um it's it's pretty great it's pretty great that that they're doing this for sure um yeah I i think that this is a new strategy and i like the strategy it's kind of funny because it's kind of like a precursor to bad batch that's what yeah. it felt like, like back then, because like Scorch is the guy I always played with. And it just it, it that kind of like scratches the itch that I love about Star Wars, that whole Republic Commando era of, you know, black ops, these special teams that that was just awesome. So and I love the fact that, you know, 15 bucks, they're not charging yeah. you 30, 40, 50 dollars to do a right. remastered game. So that Yeah. And I think yeah, um, it's smart business because I, I feel like they're in a section of their gaming, their games where they don't really know exactly what direction they want to move in. Right. And so this is smart money wise to go back to a game that everybody loved that was dark and different and uh, remaster it. Yeah. And it's 14, it's 14.99 as opposed to like, you know, yeah. that's $60 that you pay for like new games. Right. So it's, and if you want to revisit it and it's a new way to, to uh, introduce it to people. So I think this is a, uh, it's a good idea. Uh, win win. You know, here's by the way, you go to Star Wars News Net, and what's that? Me undies. Look at that. Hey. Look at that. And then, then Yoda, Yoda's all over there. Yeah, man. Grogu's over there. And uh, this is, see? So we're not the only ones. Catch on, peeps. Me undies. Grogu um, undies. Yeah. Yeah. See? You go out on a date. Person you're hanging out with has got Grogu <laughs> on their pants. I mean, that's a, that's a, Say less. that's a conversation started right there. <laughs> De la V. <laughs> all right so here's here's some other stuff now star wars vintage collection this is now streaming on disney plus now i we, we heard about this we talked about this and i i'm gonna be uh lying to you if i'm if i tell you that i'm not gonna be watching those ewok movies as much as i can i i, I will use the word cringe which i don't like to use every time bibiani brings it up because he just does it <laughs> just does it to poke 
he like even yesterday when they had this whole thing he does oh. he does it just to just to be bibs like when they, they 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 you know they held that whole thing yesterday of if you'd only get three rid of three of the franchise oh yeah he like he of course he puts star wars and he tweets it at me because he knows he knows i like star wars. of course he, he does oh no 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 just because i necessarily i just don't i just don't like you he's he's that guy that goes i know you like this but i'm gonna tell you i don't like it and <laughs> and and he loves but he loves the ewok movies he loves the ewok movies and you guys can love the ewok movies too because you know, yeah go ahead you know what you should do? I think you should do. You get a big match for him, a big number one contender match or something, and throw one of those Ewok questions at him and see if he actually don't gets tell it right. anyone. Don't tell. Don't yeah. the other competitor competitor doesn't get it. He just gets it. Like it's his three or something, and see how he feels then. Yeah, there's I, a high chance he's <laughs> listening to this right now. I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's true. It's true. But uh, and I I think no for he's not he's. Whether or not he actually watches the Ewok movies uh, since they've been on, I, I will tell you he probably has, for as someone who stamps the ground and loves those movies as much as he says he does, there's no chance he's already watched it. He's like, well, because I don't have Disney Plus. I bet you that's He probably owns doing. them. He's probably got like a VHS ca- cassette sure. that he got at a convention. He, he, probably, he, he probably flew to London to go see them in the theater because he's very aware that they came out in the theaters. Uh, <laughs> so I, in, a, in a surprise move, Disney Plus is making avail- available a galaxy of earlier Star Wars content that's deemed legends by George Lucas or Lucasfilm after the sale in 2012. Among these offerings are some of the most beloved and rare content from a galaxy far, far away. Disney Plus gathered all of these under one banner called the Vintage Collection, not to be confused, confused with the Hasbro line of three and three-quarter action figures. Though, uh, more on that in a minute. Among the movies and shows available today is the Star Wars, excuse me, the Story of the Faith Wookiee. I've never seen that. The animated excerpt from the infamous 78 Star Wars holiday, holiday special. Oh yeah, there we go. Um, also included, this is this is the one that I'm excited to revisit. To be honest, is this the Clone Wars, the the one the Tarotovsky ones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're so good. They're so yes. good, and and, and it leads into. I thought it leads into Revenge of the Sith so well. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely the best one. Have the fact that they it? they distill those down. What were they like? Three to five minutes each. Like, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah, the fact that yeah. they could tell a great story in that time just shows how talented and how good the the writers and and yeah. everyone yeah. was on, on board with that. I mean, they really went in with all with with Ewoks because they there was a full anime. I don't remember <laughs> the animated series in '85. There was like a full year of a of season of 1985 on ABC. They really went after Ewoks. Yeah, um, they really thought that was the move. I do like Ewoks though, but I wouldn't watch this. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I might wouldn't show it watch it. Couldn't be me. <laughs> this is my favorite of all the stink made about this freaking uh, caravan of courage. It's not even featured on this on this thing. Mm. No one cares. But it came out in London, if anybody knows. Um, <laughs> came out in London. It was in London, so it should, it should be it should be in the uh, in the Star Wars division. <laughs> Um, okay, so now we're going to get to you guys. You guys have submitted questions uh, throughout the week. We, we are very dependent on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you are, if even if you watch us every week on YouTube, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us over there. That is how we are able to stay on, how people like uh, MeUndies finds us, and how we're able to continue to do this show because we don't rely on the Schmobot. We, we are uh, kind of running that way so if you're able to go, get on over there and subscribe to us it's great plus the fact that we're taking super chat questions from you guys throughout the show and we will start here with the first one and that comes in from joshua barbato joshua barbato joshua says going back to jar jar 
I disagree. The dude lost his status as a senator. Everybody in Naboo hates him. He's all alone. And on top of that, he's with the circus getting tomatoes thrown at him, juggling for food. Um, I mean, uh, uh, wait, so what do you disagree with? I agree. Yeah, we- I, I, I I think we all agree he's a he's a he's a poor slob right now. <laughs> yeah, that's why. We're all we're all in agreement here, Joshua. Yeah, unless unless unless, you, unless he thinks that maybe, you know maybe he, he wants to that he won't be in the show or he wants a redemption tour for him. Yeah. Maybe maybe maybe, but I I mean so I don't know what he's necessarily disagreeing with. redemption tour. Yeah. Uh, next one is from Ryan Payne. Kevin Feige, I want to do a story on the Jedi trials. Oh, I think that's from last week. It's an old one. Sure, um, take my money. Yeah. So let's see. There's another one here. This is this a bunch of you guys. If you guys have questions, um, please throw them in the super chat. We'll we'll screenshot them and put them up here like this in a second. Curtis Lopez. Our questions for shows like Mando, Obi Wan. I feel like are these old ones. Yeah, because that was nine fifty one. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. So unless we went into the future, I don't know. Why. Yeah. I mean, very <laughs> much could have. I mean, who knows what I'm able to do at this point. Okay, so <laughs> Dagan S. Broad, Obi-Wan will be great to watch in between episodes three and four. Have any of you done a rewatch of everything in order, in, including the shows, and you start with episode one? Um, I've definitely done rewatches because with my with my kid, for sure, um, we do rewatches. But I, I'm more inclined now to rewatch the original trilogy and Mandalorian. Like connecting all mm. that because they all connect together. I'm not, not, mm-hmm. not, not because like that. I just feel. I mean, I do feel this way that that to me is it's it, those are my favorite pieces of Star Wars, and 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 I throw Rogue One in there too. I think all those connect um, very well. But I will probably watch, and not probably, I will rewatch both the prequels and the Clone Wars leading into Obi Wan. Yeah, I will too. Definitely. Yeah. And I do when I re I have done a rewatch and I go one through nine. Yeah. What do you think? Mike? I, well, I have to rewatch. Oh, yeah. You know, two times a year. So right. I do right. those in order. <laughs> I have I'm if I do rewatch and when I do, I separate everything else. Well, this it is great. Be, it has to be the movies for me. And well, this I is great. Clone Wars, of course, the, the movie gets thrown in there because. Yeah. That's well, a great film, transition, no though, Mike, because you got you got uh, as we saw last week, Alex Damon defeated um, the Barbarian in an intergeast yes, match, it. and now he gets you in a number one contender match. You guys have played before, but you yes. know when you go up against Alex Damon, like you look, he spun Star Wars in that match, and it was that's all she wrote, you know. So like yeah, that, yeah. you've got to be able to, you you because the chances of of him missing one of those questions are slim to none. However, if you it's spin not. that. Yeah, right. But if you spin that, you've right. got to be as sharp as him in order to do sure. it. So that's so I understand why the the rewatch kind of definitely comes in. For sure. Oh yeah, I gotta. Yeah. I mean, it, it's tough too because now we're uh, what two hundred new movies added in there, and not just new movies, new categories, new slices. Yeah. So Star Wars might not even be on that wheel. It might Batman not. Be. Might not be on that wheel. So it's like it's you true. can't rely on your strength like we could in the past. Right. You know, I knew Uh-oh. DC would always be on that wheel, so I knew I had a couple strengths on there. Right, so it's it's, so it's a new new ball game, buddy boy. It makes it but it makes it more interesting, I think. Honestly, my five too. could come in Star Wars. So yeah, yeah, and then um, then there we go. Somebody also in uh, Steph and I talked about this on stereo. We had I think we had half the audience split on it, and half agreed with us, and half was the other side. I know it's blasphemous for some for some people. Um, people are asking about James Old Jones and whether James Old Jones will be the voice of Vader inside of um you know the mask and and, and um. What I will say is this. I am okay either way. Do I feel like it's got to be James Earl Jones? I don't as much anymore. I think that there are people out there that can 
pretty much mimic the voice that was made famous in, from episodes four to six, and even in. Yeah, I I just feel it's 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 no your voice changes throughout the years. Like my voice sounds significantly different now than it did when I was in my twenties. You know, it and and or when you were a teenager, right? And the man is he's 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 older now, and it sounds yeah. significantly different. You could you could hear it in in Rogue One, and this is supposed to be still only ten years later. I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with it if they stay. And I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I thought it was fine in Rebels, but it was noticeable. So um, would they, if they changed it, what I would be upset? No, because it would essentially be someone doing a, try to do a spot on impression of, of his voice. So I would be okay with it, but I also would be okay if they decide to get James Earl Jones back. Now, is yeah. Any, yeah well, uh, what do you say, Mike? Steph, you got something to say? I'm sorry. No, I I think if they can do it, if it, if he wants to come back and they want him to come back and it doesn't actually, it's not a huge problem, like noticeable problem, I think do that. But if it is, then I don't think it's a big deal. He's done the role for so many years to just find someone who does it the same. It just (laughs) depends though, because here's the difference in rogue one. He's in, he, he speaks in one scene. Yeah. In right. Rebels, he speaks a couple different times. Not a lot. Three. Yeah. So it, he, it looks like he's got a bigger role in this well, one. Let so, me ask you guys this. Yeah. This might help address it. You don't bring um, Hayden back to not have him without the helmet on. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe. maybe not. I don't know how much we'll get Vader in the helmet. Like maybe that oh, first scene. With, be, well, you'll get it when you they first meet each other. So they're they gonna know fight. Who it is. They're gonna sure. fight again. Oh, he's fighting without that helmet though. No, he can't breathe. Oh, yes, he, Dude, he can't breathe without that helmet. Nah, you yeah. fight without the helmet. He's not gonna fight without the helmet. You I'll don't think so? No, I'll you put money on this Jimmy Chase without I'll water. Put, if it with a caveat in the fact okay. that very very similar to what happened with um, a, and with Ahsoka, and this goes back to that cherry picking thing when Ahsoka fought um vader and slashes his helmet like it's like he's like fighting with half the helmet kind of yeah. missing right that also comes from like the force of not the the force unleashed i believe at one point like when you fight vader and you, you you hit him hard enough and his mask goes flying off yeah um could that potentially happen inside of the fight yes but do i think he's gonna go all right let's do it i know no. but, but you gotta look at okay look at this way you, you as an actor and whatnot you want that connection with the eyes you want you yeah. don't want everyone fighting you know goggles and to have those two actors back to see that anger there that you know two brothers going at it i mean i know he can't breathe but i, I just feel i think that you're gonna and have again a- he's gonna be at the height of his power at this point so maybe he takes that thing he's not like he is in in return of the jedi where he's like <gasps> you know, no. take that thing off he's like all right we're going i'll show you how badass i am i'll hold my damn breath for two minutes and fight you it also could add to the fact that he's even more effed up because of the fight that happens in in this series right and yeah and the other thing that we, um, I, I think that you'll, you, I don't know, you're gonna see. I think you're gonna see a lot of different things that kind of happen with with this. It's just, it, I think when you go back in flashbacks where you mm-hmm. see Anakin and Obi Wan, you don't have to necessarily. I think you're gonna de-age Hayden a little bit, and that's well, that'll be easy. So? That'll, but that, yeah, but that'll be easier to do. Okay. Like you know, it's just a couple, a couple of wrinkles, a couple things. Yeah. So it's, it's like you know, there, there are there are face apps that that i've seen people that we know use all the time yeah. that it'll take it makes it so they have no smile lines it's, like, just, where it's, they it's, go? it's <laughs> like they've lost they've lost 10 years with one click of the button and <laughs> and like that that can happen that can happen again 
with him in this because it's not like when you're trying to turn um, Michael Douglas into right. a 30 year old man. You're turning you're turning a a 40 year old into a 30 year old or whatever it was. He's yeah. got to be right. He's got to be close to 40. Is he that old? How old? Yeah, is he? I don't. Yeah, wow. how? Well, I'm sure. he was 25. 20 years ago in the movie, you know, yeah. it was 20 years yeah, ago so you, we saw so you him you the just, first you time. Just him by 20 years. It's not it's it's not as 40. hard in a, in a flashback and if they use some kind of effect, you know, when it's when it's flashing back. Yeah, they back. could like tape his eyes back or do like <laughs> the drag queen makeup. I'm serious, they tape back here. They could easily just do that <laughs> and, and that would help. It up. It. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. He's not 50. Who someone said he's 50. He's not 50. No, he's younger. No. He's still so young. He's old. He's not I, like 40. years old. Yeah, um, I don't see him fighting Obi-Wan without a mask, though, because I think he's like right, well, fully you two wrong. to Darth. He, the, he's Darth Vader. I feel like if he shows up as Anakin, then he didn't kill Anakin. He's a chicken nugget. He's burned like a chicken nugget. He looks like. <laughs> yeah, get your chicken he's, for the show. He's, 30, oh. he's, he's, he's 39. He's going to be he's going to be 40. He's going to be okay. 40 in, tw in 12 days. Four in twelve days, so um, that's yeah. Well, he's, he's yeah, he's the same age as my brother. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, so Jameson thought we were talking about you and McGregor. Um, yeah. Okay, let's get to the next one. McGregor's Lord of the Wands. Do you think that yeah, that makes sense? Do you think yeah. that Uncle Owen is? Uh, do you think Uncle Owen in the upcoming Obi Wan series could end up being Obi Wan's partner in an action driven plot other than just a farmer? I I do. I think that they could use him much because that's the thing is if you're gonna have Joel Edgerton in it, um, then you that's an actor that you're gonna want to use more than just having him be like the grouchy. Nah, you shouldn't do. Just stay away from Luke. I think there's right. got to be some kind of uh, of reason. Because even if you tie in episode four, when when Bruce says he's got too much of his father in him, he's like, yeah, that's what I'm that's that's what I'm worried about. It's like, let's see. Let's see him be part of this whole thing. Let's see Vader because he knew he knew uh, Hayden. He knew him from the prequels. So at what point turn where because he had respect for him at one point, so at what point does he not? Yeah, so I'm trying to think because he shows up, gives him the kid at the end, so he does know him. Like we've never gone into the history of Obi Wan and and, and uh, Owen. Owen, have we? No, no. And no. why they know each other? So we they could be great friends. I mean, when we get to them in New Hope, you're like, oh, they don't like each other. There is history there that they are against each other. They they have well, more. It's more Owen. Owen's got a Owen has a has a beef against them more well, they than yeah, that. Views on everything. Yeah. So what happens? Like it, 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 that's that's the whole thing. He said that there has to be a conversation in this series where owen's like he should have never left talking about anakin he should have yeah. never left with you he should have never become a jedi he should stay with his mother he should have never gone on that damn crusade you know he should and the, and then yeah. then it all ties yes. back and he's like you know what i mean like when he has it you, you agree stuff yeah because you have to uh re remind the audience of the guilt that obi-wan's gonna feel because of what happened with Anakin turning right. into Darth Vader. And that, I think that character is the one to really tap into that and say, this is what could have been, but now we have this. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that conversation is going to come. I think that's why you bring in uh, an actor like Joel Edgerton again. Plus the fact that when Joel Edgerton was cast in that movie, he wasn't the Joel Edgerton of today. He was just, no. just right. And, and now you don't hire that guy back to just go, oh yeah, no, you know, we played him in the first one. Really yeah, yeah he's one of those 
people where you don't when people are citing him they're not citing him as a star wars actor right. usually people are stapled by star wars he's completely gone off and gotten more famous outside of star wars yeah, directing and yeah. writing and stuff too so i'm I, that conversation it's it's gotta go down it's just like because it there's so much this is why and we talked about this last week mike that when you have all of these shows um, now you can tie into movies and plot holes and things that have happened in the the, uh, the other movies and go well. That's why that makes sense because when you when you have this conversation between Owen and um, and Obi Wan that when you go and you watch Episode Four you're like oh yeah I remember when 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 yeah. Owen was pissed about that yeah I remember that that was a great conversation that they had so all right moving on here before we uh we got to sign off because SCN's about to start in just a little bit Ryan Payne I'm thinking more and more that we're going to have a moment where Obi-Wan finds a place on Tatooine that's strong in the force and he's going to have a force vision of Anakin I I agree I've been saying the same thing for a little bit Ryan I think that what's going to happen is that he's he has to he's got to shut himself off from the force i mean he's he's got to not and again not in the way that luke did it and like, like i don't want to be part of the force anymore like not, he's not he's not gonna, he's not gonna do that he's gonna do <laughs> he's gonna do more of the i have to shut myself off because yeah. you're gonna find me and i mm. think he's gonna have that that exact vision that ryan's talking about it's gonna go no wake up dude it's time to it's time to go yeah so what do you guys think yeah, yeah. i think a yeah we're gonna get a bunch yeah. of those flashbacks with anakin but that specifically yeah yeah um, okay, let's go. Couple two more, and then we gotta sign off. All right, here is Dre Thomas. I love the show, guys. Been Harloff fans since AMC appearances. Thank you so much. Do you think we're done with Luke? I don't think they they have him get Grogu just to have that be it. Hearing Luke Academy talk thoughts. Um, so I do I I do not think that they are done with Luke by any stretch of the imagination. I think that a couple of things, if they if they start to bring him back into the Mandalorian again. <laughs> It'll be similar to what we saw in that appearance, and he'll do the you know the the de aging appearance and that type of thing. If they do go into a series, they have to recast. It is just too hard to do a yeah. full series with uh, with de aging. Oh my gosh, that think? would yeah, that would drive me insane if they did that. Yeah. And I I just I don't think there's any need to do that. We've gotten so much of him and I'm happy every time he pops up, but I don't, that would just be a disservice, I think to the character. Yeah. Agreed. All right, let's do it. Let's, let's finish this up. We got Aaron, not that Aaron, the other one, no Jar Jar, shut it down now. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Shut it down. Um, and then the uh, last one here, Carlos Sosa, do you guys like that? This is a limited series. I love that. This is a limited series. Yes. Yeah. I love this is a limited series because it essentially is a six hour movie or five and a half hours, whatever it is with a lot of detail. And it's, it's not a story that has to continue on and stretch out. It's, it's one story of my, my friend. I thought I had killed him, although I just let him burn in agony. I thought that he is, you know, some, I thought he was gone. He's back. I need to try to get him back. Oh, he's too far gone. I have to protect this kid. That's the story. Yeah. That's the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no need yeah, to make I love, it. I love it's a limited edition, like limited series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the great show here today for everybody. I'm very excited about the um about the stories that we did talk about and all the things that kind of popped up. And we have so much more to talk about over the next couple of, of months. There's gonna be so much more. So thank you guys here for joining us today. Thank you to Steph and to Mike. Please check out yes, sir. 
uh, SEN Live right now. Kate Mulligan hosting the show, so please go Yay. over there and support them. It's going to be a, uh, a fun one. Bonnie says she's going to be on it. We'll see if that happens. So go, <laughs> go and, and check it out, everybody. Find out. We'll find out. It'll be it's it, it's a big big uh, big surprise if you guys think. What do you think? Do you think Bonnie's? Do you think I have an email that said Bonnie can't make it, or do you think I Bonnie's think she's coming? Going? Okay, what do you think, Mike? I'll go the other way. I say she's not going. All right, I'm, I'm actually going to say this time I do think she is going to be on. Is um, she in Atlanta right now? Working no, on the back. No, she, no, she's in. Uh, she's she's here. She's in. She's okay, in, that might change. In so we'll we'll see. But uh, I think she will be there. We'll find out in just a moment. It's three minutes away from SCN Live. Thank you to Mike and Steph. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Thank you.